1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: Still give it a go, though. Mark Bosnich <laughs> has, uh well, we actually rang him. He hasn't rung in. He's not on the talkback line. <laughs> He's it. He wants
1: to talk about passiona.
0: <laughs> Mark Bosnich from Stan Sports Football, because Champions League action isn't too far away, and you catch that on Stan Sports. Bozza, thank you for joining us on Sports Day.
1: Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Yes, I did ring in because I missed your call. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's what, This is a bit random, but what's your favourite soft drink?
1: I don't like soft drinks. I don't like gassy drinks at all. So, okay. um... Oh, actually, oh, in saying that, um, so today I went with my, my little boy for a lunch at an Italian restaurant here in Sydney, and I had what they have is uh, lemonata. So that's like a, that was like a, I guess it was an Italian version of lemon squash, uh, yeah. minus a lot of the sugar. Uh, somebody should know who's listening, but yeah, I had lemonata. So I've had to pick one, I'd pick that, but I only got that because I gave him a treat, that's all.
0: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Too fair fancy enough. for us, that. Uh, we are, There's so much to talk to you about in, in the world of football, but we may as well start with the Champions <laughs> League before we sort of yeah. branch off into, into other areas, because I know you're part yeah. of Stan Sports and it's a key part of uh, of what you offer. Where, where we sit at the moment before the games next week, who do you think yeah. is the best team in Europe?
1: Right now, Manchester City. Uh, and cl- I would say closely followed by, uh, I would say, Bayern Munich, uh, then Real Madrid. And uh, you, you could perhaps add into Milan to that as well, especially after their win... Against Juventus uh, last week, and, and they're, they're you know three league leaders that we're that, that basically that we're, we're talking about. Um, and you know, you, you, if people want to add anyone else or that to, but those three really come to mind PSG, uh, Paris. You, you could probably put them in brackets, but because there are inconsistencies over previous seasons, people are always reluctant to sort of look at them and say, Yo, they're, they're a real chance, although under Luis Enrique, that um, they have been a, a much more, you could say, a different prospect than they have been in previous seasons. They've gone through all the periods. You know, they've gone through and they've gone and got all the best players and this one and that one, but yet still only one runner's up uh, in the, the Holy Grail for them, the Champions League, after all these years of ownership um, by the Qataris is not a great deal to show. But uh, those three specifically and having brackets uh, PSG, Reasonable uh, draws for the English sides too. Man City uh, come up against Copenhagen and Arsenal yep. uh, FC Porto. So you expect those two to breeze through to the quarters? Well, they should do. Um, there's, 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 the, Copenhagen um, have done a magnificent job. It's only their second time in their history they have qualified for the uh, knockout stages of the Champions League. But they've gone off a little bit in Denmark. They're sitting third right at this moment in time. And, of course, they're in Manchester United's group with Galatasaray and Bayern Munich, and they weren't expected to qualify, but they've done a really fantastic job. But um, I, I really think they are going to be up up again. So they've got the first leg at home. They'll, they'll have a real rip-roaring atmosphere that we saw in the early rounds uh, against the likes of Manchester United and Bayern Munich and, and Galatasaray. So I wouldn't say it'll be easy for Manchester City, but they beat them uh, recently as well. So um, they should be OK. Uh, in terms of Arsenal, uh, look, you know, I, I, once again, they will go into their favourites. They've hit a rich vein of form right now, Arsenal. Um, they had a bit of a dodgy spell just around the Christmas-New Year period. Um, but right now, um, you know, if you, anyone who watched the game against Liverpool on the weekend and, and recently, you can see that they have uh, hit a bit of form just recently. Uh, in terms of Porto, a, a very difficult team to play against. Uh, they're sitting third in Portugal at the moment. Um, they're, still, they're six points off the lead. Um, But they're a team, like I said, that always tend to provide surprises uh, when you least expect them to. But really, uh, both Arsenal and Manchester City should uh, complete the job and put them both into the quarterfinals, where after this round of 16, it doesn't matter. In this round of 16, you you cannot meet teams from your own country. From the quarterfinals onwards, you can. So there'll be a possibility that Arsenal could draw Manchester City if they both get through.
0: All right, so the UEFA Champions League returns with that round of six in action uh, on Wednesday with every match ad-free on Stan Sport. Um, have you chatted to Mark Rodan over the last couple of days just to check he's okay? <laughs>
1: I, I I did I chatted to him, but about something else. But when I when, obviously on social media, when I saw the other thing, I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, this, the, I I, I got to say, I, I I'll be brutal with you. I I did say he mentioned the head of the referees has <laughs> come from cricket. Uh, he wasn't particularly happy about that. I thought that was one of the best lines I've seen from any manager in A League history. <laughs> 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 How's that? And that pun was intended. <laughs> What have you made about the referees in the A-League, Bozza? I haven't had a great deal of time. I watch close to probably about eight games, uh, I would say, each weekend. And then couple that in with games in the weekend, but obviously specifically from Europe. So I haven't watched a great deal of A-League, if any. I went to the Sydney Derby, I think it was in October. That would have been the last game I watched. And the only thing that concerned me was, again, there was, a, there was a, another really bad tackle, uh, which ended up with uh, Brendan Borello, I think it was. He, he ended up missing the Asian Cup then for Australia. So there wasn't anything sort of, you know, major in that game. Um, but I know Mark Ruin for a very, very long time, and he wouldn't say something like this very, very lightly. So, and the bottom line is, as well, right now at this moment in time, the, the A-League is not in good shape, and it really is struggling for any type of, you could say, exposure. Now, a lot of people turn around and say, oh, you're only exposing something that's a little bit controversial, but I, I think you get, you've got to sort of take the good with the bad. And that goes with football Australia in terms of handing them a, a show cause notice, you know, you, you can't just basically have sort of robots that are going to come after the game and say nothing. This is a passionate game as are other sports and, you know, people's jobs are on the line and they really want to do well. So, uh, you know, unless it's, you know, Really, really personal. Which I, which what I saw. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see the full press conference. I only saw bits and bobs of it. I didn't see it being served personal. I saw him just basically sticking up for his football side, uh, in in a way that I, I could I can completely understand. And like I said, you, the last thing you want for, for any sport really, is for managers or players just to become purely robots. So people people just going to turn around and say, "Oh, it's just the same old party line." I think in I think in life in general, I think people are sick of people trying to be something that they're not. It's just being himself.
0: So, Bozza, we've I mean, Mark radan has been around for a long time. He's worked in TV with you. He's managed yep. quite a few A League teams over the journey. He is very passionate about the sport. He's very passionate about yeah. the A League. And to me, listening to him, he's at wit's end, and he, he's 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 worried. And you've just said yourself that you're concerned. How do they get it back to the? I won't say Halcyon days, but if we go well, back ten we- years, that. A-League yeah. was a significant part of the sporting fixture uh, here in this well, country. Like, what's happened?
1: Well, uh, what's happened? I mean, we could stay here all night and talk about <laughs> what's happened. And maybe, you know and then maybe you can ring me on another day and, and we'll go <laughs> through that. But, I, I, I mean, it's, I think it's quite evident to, to, to everyone. And, and you're right. I mean, I, I, you know, less than 10 years ago, and I can remember an opening derby game with Sydney versus uh, Western Sydney Wanderers. Here at um, Acor Stadium, the old Olympic Stadium, when there were sixty thousand people. I mean, that, that's the greatest club attendance in the history of football in Australia per se. And like you said, it, you know, no one, uh, well, no one I know ever claimed that it was number one sport or anything like that. But it was pretty decent. You know, and I think people are realizing. I think people are realizing that right this moment in time. But a series of of, of moves, um, we've seen that the fallout from. Uh, what's occurred in the last couple of weeks with uh, you know with people asking because there was an investment that was made uh, for a third of the competition by the um, by the massive private equity firm Silver Lake and people have it's been reported that something in the range of 140 million and it's also been massively reported. I've been told by several that there's not much of that left and like I said I haven't had a chance since I've sort of been out for the last two and a half years to really follow it greatly but it really does hurt me to see. Something that was built up over what 15 years seems to be right now in in a lot of trouble. And I, I think the worst thing about it is you you've got people within the game who don't want to hold anyone to account. And that that really, in a way, it frightens me. In a way, I'll, I'll never forget I, Simon Hill, who obviously is one of the commentators um, for the A League, rang me about oh, it was about 13 months, maybe 13, 14 months ago. He's got a he's got a show on SEN Sydney um on a radio show and he asked me to come on i said well why because i'm not involved anymore i don't you know i don't really i'm not all over everything he said well you know I, i'd really like you to say perhaps some things that a lot of people w- will not be able to say i said what do you mean by that he said well i sort of wrote an article uh and the then you know ceo danny pounds or danny football then as i nicknamed him turned around <laughs> and basically threatened me with his job and i'm thinking to myself well hang on a minute you know this this is not you know this is not some type of totalitarian society that basically everybody has to swim in the same direction. Of course, everybody loves their own sport and they want to give it the best. But I think a great part of that, just like it is with your friend, is also to have the ability to be constructive in a bit of criticism. And more importantly, to hold people to account. And if that's the general feeling uh, amongst the people that have been working, and that's what a lot of people have told me, then that is really not a good thing. So, um, like I said... You know, we could do a whole show on this uh, and, and I could say everything that I've heard and what I've been told. But the bottom line is right now, the A-League, I mean, you know, a lot of people, uh, I haven't watched enough to make a real comment other than to say that I, I hardly know when it's on. But the coverage of the A-League too, uh, evidently, uh, not only from a technical perspective for the first couple of years, but also from the other side, the way it's presented, it's, it, it hasn't been good. And they really need to—they really need to sort of sit down, I guess, with themselves if—if if, if, that's—if they care enough about it—and to get together and to say, right, you know, we're going to start to put this right.
0: Yes, it's very interesting, and I just remember back to the days when I would sit on the couch on a Saturday night in summer, and you'd watch the A League game into the Premier League game on Fox. Oh, I mean, that was—and so so many general sports fans did that um, yeah. because it was sport that was on in summer. And um, you, you knew what was going on in the A League, and you knew what was going on in the Premier League. But uh, yeah. it's changed, and and I don't think it's necessarily changed for the better either.
1: Well, it, I, at the moment, that seems evident, and that seems evident from everyone. And uh, and look, you know, like I said, it's very very difficult. And I, you know, speaking to you know to Robbie Slater the other day, and obviously both himself, myself, people like Craig Foster haven't been involved at all. And I remember I, I just said to him, I said, you know, we haven't really said anything for two years or whatever, but. We know because we've got people texting us from within the game, who are still within the game, saying that basically they're in, that they're in trouble, and you know, it, it, you know, it's, it's saying it behind closed doors is understandable because you know you, sometimes you know people don't want to discuss their problems publicly. I can understand that, but when it gets to a point where it's sort of you know where it's actually starting to threaten the whole fabric of the game, something's got to be said. More importantly, something's got to be done. So, uh, again, like I said, until I sort of get all the facts about everything, because there's been so much swilling around, it's very difficult for me to say. But from the outside looking in, they're in trouble.
0: Yeah. Bozza, thank you very much for joining us tonight. And uh, a reminder to everyone, the UEFA Champions League returns next Wednesday on Stan Sports. Sign up at stan.com.au forward slash football. Thank you very much for your time. Take care. Mark Bosnich joining there. Always fun to talk to Bozza.